Hi, I'm Kirsten Sickens, and welcome to the Institute of Curiosity podcast. For the last 12 years, together with my business partner, Kathy Tiburner, who's also my mom, we've helped people build relationships that don't suck, especially in conflict. Every Thursday, Kathy and I are sitting down together, having real conversations, sharing everything from our experiences and perspectives to our unique model for handling conflict, making it easier to step into conversations rather than away from them. This week, Kathy opens up about how we can be our own worst critic, how judgment physically and mentally weighs us down, and what she's learned from her judgment challenge that we can all benefit from. Let's get started. Judgment is something that so many of us struggle with. Judgment of ourselves, feeling like we aren't good enough, or judging others, comparing ourselves to them and how we measure up or we don't. I remember working with team leaders when I was in LA and they would tell me how they would feel like they started off the day not feeling good enough. There was never enough of anything. They weren't smart enough. They weren't thin enough. They weren't pretty enough. There was not enough money, friends. There were never enough followers. It felt like the list was endless and all before even getting out of bed each morning. And what they didn't realize was how this was impacting their lives, their relationships with themselves and with others, and how it was impacting their conversations or their emotions, even the decisions that they made. It was like being on autopilot with no awareness. And I know for myself, this is something that I actively work on daily, being kinder to myself, being more open with others, and just having awareness around when I'm judging and when I'm not. Now, Kathy, you've just come off a judgment challenge for the last couple <laughs> of days, which I'm super excited to hear about. Can you start by explaining what your judgment challenge, like what it is, and how you went about doing it? I decided that I, I read a couple of articles and listened to a couple of videos about different people's perspective on where as a society globally we're moving. And we all know that there are lots of issues going on in the world now. And, and there is a, a bit of a common theme that's, the, that's emerging around, and it's, it's not particularly new, around how we're all part of, of oneness and how every individual in the world needs to better understand each other. Some will go on to say every, we all have to love each other. I'm not quite there. I can see understanding and kindness towards each other, respect. And so that's my mantra around being open, understanding, kind, and respectful towards others, and more importantly, towards myself. And so what I've decided to do is, and I'm still on it, actually, embarking on a judging challenge. And in that, right now, I'm focused on myself. So it's all around how I judge myself. And I think that's actually where I'm, I'm more inclined to move towards judging when it's about myself than I am about others. So it's around being really aware of when the little judging voice comes on in my head and takes me to that place of maybe not being quite as much as I could be, being unkind in the way I talk to myself, my little voice in my head. And so wanting to move to a place of intention to better understand and be open to being kind to myself. And I guess some would call that self-compassion. So that's what it's about. And I'm throughout the day, whenever I find myself in a place of feeling maybe not as much as I could be feeling about myself maybe not as kind towards myself as I could be, um, not really understanding myself, having that intention around that and developing an awareness so that I can move myself 
into a place where I do, I'm practicing self-compassion. I am asking myself those questions and being reflective with myself so that I am being respectful, kind, and understanding of myself. Wow. I mean, this is such an incredible thing to do. And it sounds so simple in theory, but I would imagine yeah. it's quite difficult in application. <laughs> it depends on my, what I'm doing. It's early, late spring, early summer. I'm spending a fair amount of time in the garden and that's my own little head chatter. And so it, it really allows me to set intention around it because I'm not thinking about a lot of other things when I'm gardening. So I feel as if it's a really good time to become aware of how often that little voice does rear itself in my head be where I'm judging of myself. And it gives me the space to become more intentional around it. So what have you noticed in terms of triggers? Or, or have you noticed that there are specific triggers for you in where you find yourself judging more often than not? Oh, there are triggers. I, when I'm feeling tired, when I'm feeling perhaps fragile or vulnerable, when I haven't eaten all day, when I haven't had a glass of water for a long time, all the things that make me physically feel less, that I don't have the energy that I do to feel really healthy, all of those things pull me down emotionally or or. I guess it's emotional, yeah, within my head to a place where I'm feeling less than. And I, it, because of the fatigue, I am physically less than I could be. And it really impacts all of who I am. That's a really powerful observation to make because I just, what comes up for me as I'm sitting here reflecting, thinking about that, I think that that really does, it speaks to how we live our lives because for most of us, it's not uncommon for us to just rush through our life feeling overwhelmed, like life is happening to us, that we're out of control. It's this reactive place where we're constantly putting out fires and we're running from place to place and we've got all these things on our to-do list. And we do, we operate from that place that's less than. We're not filling ourselves up. So it, it sounds like it's an easy way to go to that judging place. Well, it certainly is for me. And I'm, I think the other thing is, what comes to mind for me is the location, location with, with the, the conscious leadership group created. And one of the things that they point out is that intuitively or instinctively, we can go to a place of fear easily because of our brains are still wired for when we are back in the, the cave age where we had a very primitive life. And whenever we left the cave, we were fearful for our lives. Although our world has changed, the circuitry in our brain hasn't changed so that we still show up in that place. And just having that awareness of when you're above or below the line, you're referring to the location video from Conscious Leadership Group. If you Google location, 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 you can see the video we're talking about that talks about living above and below the line and how judgment plays into that. Yeah. Now, I know for myself, when I am in a reactive place, when I'm feeling tired and overwhelmed, I do become judging. I'm like you that way. I do notice it, especially with my kids and with my husband. I find it easier for me to go to that place of judging in my more intimate relationships because I think it feels safer for some reason. I don't know why, but it just, it, I do notice that that's where I go. What have you found doing your judgment challenge? I agree with you. I think it's easier. One could argue our guard is down. It's a lot of work 
it takes work to, to set intention to, especially when you're creating a new habit. So for me, every time to be constantly aware of when my thoughts go there, to set an intention around creating awareness, to set an intention, explore it to discover what's going on and to rewire my conversation. So in my head, so that I'm coming from a place of compassion, kindness, respect, understanding, it's that there's a lot of effort there. And so I think when we're in our intimate relationships or people who are really close to us, we may just let our guard down. It's too hard. And so I'm just going to be where I'm at right now is how you're going to see me because we, we think that people understand us and can forgive us for doing that. Yeah. And it's faster and it's easier and we don't have any more time or bandwidth or anything left. And so yeah. it's easier to just go to that place. Let's talk a little bit about your process though and how you've been doing it. Can you give an example of how so that we can learn to try and implement this in our own life? Okay. So when I'm just in a, a reflective mood, and as I said with gardening, that's that my mind just becomes stays active. So it's it, that's what's there. And so it's a very, it's an opportune time to do it. And I also find this happens when I'm driving. Typically, it happens more so when I'm alone, because that's where I think we're focused more on ourselves. So whatever I'm doing when I'm on my, on my own, that I'm, I'm becoming more aware and intentional in a reflective practice of really listening to what the voice in my head is saying. So if the voice in my head is saying anything that's, that could be interpreted as negative, I know that I go to a place of feeling yucky, of feeling less energy, of feeling heavy somehow, of feeling just, I'm not really me. And so when I feel that happening, I've now, I've set that intention in my head. So when I feel it, in my awareness, then I said, okay, so what's going on here? What have I been saying to myself? How can I change that? What do I want to be saying to myself so that I can reroute the conversation, so to speak, and break that habit of allowing myself to go there? And so now I may even be just in my head, I'll say, okay, so I can see I'm going to a negative place. How can I change this conversation? What can I say to myself? that is going to take me out of here. You know, I may be digging a hole in the garden, but I don't have to dig a hole in my, my head, in myself. I can just change the conversation so that I'm feeling more self-compassion, I guess, kindness and respect for myself. And I'm trying to understand why I went there. And so during the day, I'll just catch myself whenever I can and have that little conversation with myself, what's going on here? How, where do I want to be? How, what do I need to do to get there? What's pulled me down here? Just being curious around those questions and open and not judging around, okay, how am I going to climb out of this and get myself to a place where I feel lighter, where I feel more of who I am. Mm. I think one of the things that, I've learned from doing this is that when we're in that place of self-talk in that negative tailspin, so to speak, where we're not enough, we miss out on so much of what's going on around us. 
because we're closed to possibility. We're narrowing our world down and we're not necessarily aware of all of the things that could be really interesting that are going, those opportunities that could be out there for us because we're too focused on ourselves and pulling ourselves down into this narrow little vortex. And so by pulling myself back up, I'm seeing and hearing and experiencing many more opportunities in my day-to-day life than I do when I'm not there. That makes a lot of sense. And it's amazing how our little judging voice can influence so much of our lives without us even realizing it, just as you were saying, the lens that we have, the choices that we make, the decisions that we make, the opportunities that present themselves, all with just changing our lens to living more abundant and open and not judging rather than going to that place of taking ourselves down. I think, and this is one of the reasons that I decided to try this challenge. It's because I think that judging, being closed and judging is probably one of the most powerfully, won't say destructive, but powerfully narrowing ways we can show up in our lives. And I think it's a root of so much of what is not going the way people want it to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. So what has been some of the challenges that you've experienced going through this? Having the patience and really committing to the work because it is hard work being in a place of intention all the time especially when we're on our own and we don't have to be, you know, sometimes when I'm in conversations or I'm out with people, I try really hard to be intentional because I want to, I want to really learn from them. I want to really understand them. And yet when I'm just by myself, it's so easy just to let my mind wander. And so to be in a a challenge where my practice is the opposite of that, where I'm being present and intentional in how I'm showing up for myself it takes energy and it, it takes a lot of concentration. What has been surprising? What have you found that's been surprising during this challenge? Well, I've been keeping a journal um, and I just started it June 1st, so I'm not very far into it. I'm, I'm going to try and be intentional about this for the whole month of June. Well, some of the things that I've been noting in my journal is that I feel that I have more energy, that I'm lighter, that I'm more content. I don't have a lot of negative or any negative thoughts. And this has led to a decrease in stress and tension just as things arise. So I have greater bandwidth or capacity for dealing what presents itself during my day. I'm, I think, what I would call a pretty positive person to start with. And I think it's peaks and valleys. And when I become really fatigued, my emotions come into play there and those may decrease my sense of positivity. I felt I've been really feeling very positive and I'm, I feel that I've got the energy and at the end of the day, I'm really looking forward to with great enthusiasm towards the next day and how I'm beginning to learn more about this and how every day I know, you know, I feel as if I'm going to be getting better at it. But I think the thing that was most surprising was that, that sense of more energy and that sense of lightness within myself, which I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about, but I, I became very aware of that. 
And that, I think, allows me to be more open to the possibilities that present themselves in my life. That's incredible. Now, where do you think gratitude fits into all of this? Because what I heard also is the, the feeling lighter and happier. And I don't even think you use the word grateful, but that's what I heard. What came up for me was more gratitude in your daily life. How do you, where do you see gratitude playing or coming into the process of judgment? Well, for me, as you know, I'm all about the learning. To me, learning is one of my, the fundamental nourishers of my life. And this has presented itself as a great opportunity for me to learn more about myself. And for that, I'm grateful. So I think great gratitude is linked into all of it. And it probably there's more of an opportunity for it for me to be aware of it because I am feeling lighter and I am feeling that that energy and I think those are things that come when we're in a place of gratitude I I was part of a workshop for a couple of days and the other facilitator was a woman who does work around gratitude and did a gratitude workshop and having gone through that and practiced gratitude for a couple of hours I encountered on my drive home, I was stopped for 45 minutes because of an accident. And I was also in that place of lightness of um, feeling really calm in what should have been at 630 at night, a time of impatience. So I felt similar experiences from a practice of gratitude, as I do from this practice of not judging. And I think both of them allow us to be open and more connected with ourselves and with other people in the world. I totally agree with you. Gratitude practice is something that I definitely work on daily. In fact, I try to start my day every day with a gratitude practice, just three things that I'm grateful for. And I find that the days that I don't do it, if I'm rushing out of bed or I'm late or something happens, I don't have that same sense of openness and forgiveness and patience for myself. I feel like having that lens of gratitude allows you to see more possibilities I don't even know what it is about it. You just, it's like your heart is more open and full and how you present your day and everything and every challenge that comes your way. And so I found that I actually judge myself less when I practice my gratitude practice. And I don't I don't know why. And I've never dug deeper and I've never connected the two until just right now. So that's something that I'm just going to have to sit with and, and explore a little bit further. But I do find I am kinder to myself when I am focused on a gratitude practice. And when we're kinder to ourselves, we're more open to understanding ourselves. And when we are more open to understanding ourselves, we're going to be more open and respectful towards others Yeah. and really seeking to understand. And if there is in fact, you know, this need for all of us to connect more and understand each other so that the, the world can evolve, then these are really fundamental and very important practices. Mm-hmm. Well, you've definitely inspired me to do a judgment challenge. I know that you've started by paying attention to not judging yourself, and then you're going to move on to not judging others. So what is the first simple step that we can take to get our practice off? For the, How long are you doing it? How long do you recommend doing it? Well, I, don't, I don't know. It's a whole new thing that I've just thought in my head. I, I'm going to try for 30 days and, and actually based on an article I read yesterday and the research that's coming out around skills and knowledge, it may be appropriate for me to do it for two months 
because um, one of the things that this article said, and I, I can't reference it because I can't remember, was that for us to develop a skill, we need to break it down and, and practice the small bits of it for 60 days before it will become a habit. I think becoming aware of and using curiosity to explore when I go into that judging place are the steps that will help me to develop the, the skill around an awareness of when I judge. What I'm learning is that I'm feeling now a bit of heaviness when I feel, find myself judging. So I know that that's changed even in the last four or five days. So by being aware of my body and how I feel, I'm beginning to reflect and explore to better understand and navigate myself back, climb back up into a, a place where I can be open and kind towards myself and others. That's great awareness. And it's really interesting just physically how you can feel the difference. And if nothing mm -hmm. else, it brings our awareness to our bodies and just being present. What I'm hearing you say is the importance of being intentional and present in everything that we do and how when we're present and we have the awareness of judging, if it's not there, then we can be happier and lighter and feel better and less overwhelmed. Then when it is there, how it takes us down to that feeling of, you know, that spiraling down of heaviness, which is harder to manage. And, you know, considering when I, when I think of how so many women are feeling that overwhelm and stress, being able to just take a few minutes for themselves in a busy day and create that little bit of space where they can really focus for themselves and become aware of who they are and, and how they show up for themselves and how they may possibly judge themselves. I think it can really help us shift away from that sense of, of stress, of, of tension, and move into a place where we feel more open and alive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, we hope you'll join us on our judgment-free challenge. We look forward to hearing how your challenge is going for you. You can join us on Facebook and Instagram and share your experience and your stories. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you had the opportunity to hear new thoughts and perspectives and understand that you're not alone. We invite you to join this continuing conversation on Facebook and Instagram at Institute of Curiosity. It's your place to share experiences, learn new tricks and tools, or ask those burning questions that you want answers to. You can learn more about our work or access our free course at instituteofcuriosity.com and in our book, The Power of Curiosity, how to have real conversations that create collaboration, innovation, and understanding. If you like what you heard, we hope you'll please rate and review us and then don't forget to share us with your friends. Then hit subscribe to keep up with the latest episodes. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay curious and we'll see you next week. Have an awesome day.